Hi everyone. Welcome to the LSD podcast. My name is Lucelia Sarama and I'm your one and only host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um this is actually my fourth attempt at recording this podcast today. Um this episode, I mean. I keep saying podcast instead of episode and then sometimes I say podcast episode which is a mouthful. Um Yeah, this is my fourth attempt. The first time I tried and the room was really echoey, which I don't understand because I record in the same exact room. Maybe because I was recording during the day. Huh? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like the light rays fuck up the sound waves bouncing off the walls or some shit. I don't know why that happened. And then I tried a second time in a different room. And then like, um, what happened? Oh, because I'm hanging. <laughs> Because I'm hanging today, but not necessarily like a full body um pain type of hanging. I'm hanging in like uh my nervous system is like going through the most like anxiety. That's that's the fucking worst, right? So I was trying to speak and like trying to record and it felt like I was forcing the words out but they were refusing. <laughs> it was just a mess. Um what happened the third time? Maybe that was the third time. This is not important information. But the important information is that first of all, first of all, guys, this is kind of like an apology but also like a celebration. <laughs> um the LC podcast um turned 1 year old on the 27th of November. What? Which is like a few days, a few days, maybe like 2 weeks ago, I don't know. It's the 12th of December now, so it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But like, yeah, guys, we've been we've been doing this, well, I've been doing this, you've been this thing maybe probably um for yeah. We in this bitch motherfucker. <laughs> um and then the second thing that I need to say is that I saw <laughs> this made me cry, guys. I went on to Anchor like like just a normal recording type of day. Yeah, I went on to Anchor which is the recording thing that I use and I saw something at the top of my page and I was like, "What the fuck is this? What is this, honey?" Um and then I pressed on it and it redirected me to Spotify. And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> I read it and it said Spotify 2020 podcasters wrapped i said huh (laughs) just the simple fact that my podcast is like on these multiple platforms is crazy to me like just that makes me happy but then reading and looking into the analytics from from the spotify thing i was like wow like we've only been here for a year and the growth child the growth it's crazy to think it's only the beginning like it's the only way is up from here are you kidding um but yeah if you want to see the thing that i'm talking about it's on the the lsd podcast's instagram page so definitely go check that out and don't forget to follow (laughs) if you're an avid listener of the pod then you would know that I love to introspect and I think it's really important to be self-aware 
um so i've been doing a lot of that lately and um first thing i'm going to talk about is the content i've been questioning the type of content i inject 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 yeah is that the word i'm looking for yeah whatever the type of content that i take in so yeah i've been looking into it i've been listening to a ton of podcasts but not necessarily just listening i've been watching them on youtube which i feel like is more interesting because you get to see the faces so i've also been questioning making a youtube channel for the podcast but then i'm also like ah then i'll have to be done up when i do when i record these episodes guys i am a whole tangent okay <laughs> so if you're new here a podcast is basically a thousand tangents but okay back to my main point um i've been looking into the content that i watch and i noticed that a lot of it is is like i choose to watch if there's going to be white people in it i needed to only be white people or if there's going to be black people in it i needed to only be black people and i'm starting to think like is this a conscious decision that i'm making kind of it's just like it's just out of habit or something i don't know um and then i realized it is a conscious decision because lately especially um if there's a black and a white person in on a podcast it's usually that most of the time going to be speaking about race only which honestly truly i find <laughs> okay let me let me break it down before i say how i feel okay <laughs> the thing is that like i understand that i fully understand that race is an important conversation that should be had but with content um with black and white people content it seems like it's it's like a white person be like hey educate me teach me how to treat you which to me is like free labor <laughs> you know not necessarily physical labor because like we're not picking cotton anymore but it's intellectual labor you're forcing me to teach like you are forcing me to fix a problem that i didn't even cause which is stupid um another thing is that like i hate I hate that doing that paints black people into this like damsel in distress light like like it seems like we have nothing else going for ourselves other than the struggle. You know what I mean? Like I if I'm to be interviewed by a white person, I don't want to be sitting there talking about y'all. Y'all want to go to supermarkets the the security guard follows me around and it's like yo, leave me on the Nah, I want to say yes. My name is Mercedes Rama and I do x amount of things and blah 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 you know i want to talk about what i have going on for myself not my skin tone you know <laughs> educate yourselves please and yeah just stop looking it's the same i feel like it's the same thing as going to a rape victim and being like yeah why did this happen I don't fucking know. <laughs> Go and ask the person who did it. Ask the perpetrator, not the victim. The fuck? Yeah. That's been on my head. Another thing that I've been putting into perspective about myself is that I feel like 
not I feel like, I'm definitely an overachiever. And when I thought about it, I related it to being the last born. Um, I feel like a number of factors do influence me being an overachiever. But the first one I'm going to talk about is like being the last born. Um, <laughs> can you guys hear my tummy? I feel like when you're a last born, you... Like, there's standards already set by your older siblings. So then you you know what to follow. But also, you need to do better to prove your... To prove that you deserve to be here. You know what I mean? Like, you deserve to take space. You deserve to... To... um Love. I'm gonna say you deserve love, which is true. Um... In order to to work for the love, you do these grandiose gestures and try so hard to surpass your elder siblings. Which I think is really true to me. I'm basically just explaining my life. (laughs) Um, And I can see how that has negatively affected my, my ability to work, I guess, with people especially. Because, because I'm so hard on myself, um... I don't need someone else to tell me, hey, do this like this. Like, I don't deal with criticism well. Because I'm already criticizing myself at every waking moment. So now hearing it from an an whew, hearing it from an external factor is like, fuck. I already felt like shit. Now it's like double the amount, triple the amount. Um yeah, I just hate to disappoint. Uh, it is so bad. I was watching um a YouTube video uh a few days ago. Hold on, let me try open the thing. Yeah, it's by this YouTuber called Anna Anna Akana. And she was explaining a lot of um things about I think it was imposter syndrome like apparently there's different types of imposters imposters imposter syndromes <laughs> english is just my not my strong suit which is weird because i taught english so eh? yeah there's five types of imposter syndromes and she basically goes into detail about each one and then explains where she got the information from so if you wanna go into all of that because i'm not gonna explain i'm not gonna reference shit i already do that every day with school so just go to her channel anna arcana on youtube um the first one is the perfectionist there's the the superhero there's the expert there's the natural genius there's the soloist um and then the perfectionist uh, perfectionists are never satisfied and always feel that their work could be better um superheroes because these individuals feel inadequate they feel compelled to push themselves to work as hard as possible when i read this one i was like this could be me i feel like this is me because i definitely do push myself to be good in everything that i do but i wouldn't say it's because i feel inadequate so i wouldn't say i'm that one and then there's the expert um these individuals are always ready to learn or trying to learn and are never satisfied with that level of understanding. Not me. <laughs> and then there's the natural genius. These people set excessively loft 
that's a mouthful these people set excessively lofty goals for themselves and feel crushed when they don't succeed on that first try this is definitely the one i i relate to the most guys <laughs> it's not necessarily that i feel like i'm a genius or whatever but i feel like i'm very passionate about a lot of things um so in the way that i i have a youtube channel i um i do podcasting i aside from school instagram i've like i want to be the best in every single thing that i do and truly whenever i fail after my first try i I beat myself up okay i remember during my first driving lesson i wanted to be perfect which is crazy because this is your first okay it wasn't my first time driving maybe that's why i feel like i felt like i needed to be perfect but it's also like this is your first lesson out of however many until your test this is the best time to make mistakes but then if you make one you you beat yourself up about it which is like huh no this is the time to be making the mistakes um and then there's the last one is it the last yeah the last one is the soloist these people tend to be very individualistic and prefer to work alone um self-worth often stems from their productivity so they often reject others offers of assistance (sighs) i think for me i'm the natural genius and the Maybe the expert. I don't know. I'm definitely not a perfectionist. I feel like... I feel like in the process of doing things, through every step, I try to attain perfection. And then by the end of it, sometimes I don't even proofread shit because I'm like, ah, this is good. I'm tired. I'm done. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, in that sense, I feel like I'm not a perfectionist um okay this is seemingly becoming about me a lot which i'm trying to avoid (laughs) this is not the lissetti show um but yeah this is basically like this podcast started because i wanted to be a cautionary tale so i guess explaining myself is me doing that but it's also like it's not about me um I really want to have a conversation with the firstborn child. Um, basically, I want to have a conversation with my sisters to see how they feel about being overachievers. Because I definitely feel like even the firstborn has to prove a point and set those standards that the other siblings have to follow. Um, but then I feel like the middle child is just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> The middle child, I feel like, is definitely just like, I'm here, I'm doing me. If you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. <laughs> and I fucking love that energy. I wish I had that energy. Yeah. Because I've been listening to a shit ton of podcasts, I, I've i been educating myself a lot, to be fair. To be completely honest. <laughs> I've been overloading myself with with all of this information on how to live life. And completely neglecting my my books, <laughs> completely neglecting school, um, but to be fair, I'm almost done. I've been watching the Good for You podcast by Whitney Cummings, 
more times than I'm ready to admit. <laughs> and on it, sometimes she has um, men as guests. And then usually she would ask them for date, not necessarily dating advice. I think it's um, red flags. Yeah, red flags that they have when dating. Um, and she says it's because a lot of a lot of women get advice like dating advice from women like their friends or something which isn't always the best <laughs> she says that there's this funny thing that she says she says um i mean there's a lot of funny things that she says she's a comedian <laughs> that's her job um but yeah there's this thing that she says she's like um yeah women will tell you something stupid like like oh what he's not speaking to you a lot because he likes you too much (laughs) like women just say the most offside shit that doesn't make sense um yeah so usually she asks um cis hetero men for dating advice and the one thing that a guy said he said um if the girl has a lot of male friends which i was like what (laughs) I mean, when he, when he explained it, it made sense. Um, but it still, like, it still felt like, what what are you talking about? It seems more like an insecurity than, than a problem that the girl has. You know what I mean? Because he said something like, like, yeah, if, if she has a lot of male friends, then they'll probably fucking... And if she's attractive, then they definitely are fucking. I'm like, huh? You don't think the girl has control over that thing? <laughs> like, that type of thing. I would love, I would so much love to have a cis hetero um, alpha male on my podcast. Because that would be fucking interesting. I would grill them with, okay, not grill, because then whoever listens to this and is willing to come on will be like, ah, no because i'm gonna get grilled but like i would just love to to know (laughs) to know what's up because like most times i've interacted with um people like that i i was very it was like in the i was in the dark basically i didn't know what was going on like i only know what they give me like the information that they give me which is like very limited because like alpha males are are vague (laughs) and like have this um unwillingness to open up so it's like ah very i just want to know what's up in there in your brain okay Ooh, there's this thing that she also mentions on her her thing her podcast like i have an air bubble stuck in my chest that's like refusing to come up. <sighs> but um she says that there's this thing that was really interesting. Like the way she explains things is <laughs> just so entertaining. But also because it's so entertaining, you will always remember what she says. It sticks. Um so she mentions that if <laughs> she says that people have an internal drug cabinet so those those um both serotonin dopamine um 
cortisol all of those chemical reactions that happen in your body she says they act as drugs they mimic what drugs do like the feeling that drugs um give you so if 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 you meet a guy and you get all of these things like butterflies and you get nervous to speak and you get too excited it's your internal cap drug he's filling up your internal drug cabinet so you're releasing a lot of um dopamine which makes you excited like the thrill um yeah stuff like that a lot of serotonin because like maybe the physical touch is you know like stuff like that and she says that if if that happens that the guy is a drug dealer and you must run Bratung, can you hear my tummy <laughs> yeah if if that happens then the guy is a drug dealer and you need to run the fuck away because the more you feel those emotions the more you will need feel like you need that person to live um and that's why you get so attached um another thing about attachment is it's important not to What's it called? Oh my goodness, but my tummy is embarrassing me. <laughs> um it's important not to overshare because then you you create these false attachments. Because if you if you tell <laughs> imagine you go on a first date and you tell this person that yeah, um when I was young my dog died, so since then I can't come up with shit on the spot. But like if you overshare to a person you barely know, that person's initial response, I mean, it, it differs from person to person, but that person's initial response would probably be like to comfort you and like tell you all these reassuring words, um, which to you will seem like, ah, oh, this person gives a fuck about me. Oh, oh, yeah, this is a person I need to keep around. But that person is just reacting to the sh- imagine <laughs> imagine someone tells you yeah when i was younger i killed my twin brother so it's very difficult for me to get close to people because then i'm scared i'm going to kill them ah me i would be like oh that's so sad i mean you shouldn't feel bad about shit like that like for me personally the my initial response to someone telling me sad things about them even if i don't know them is like to be comforting and to be there for them to be to offer up a shoulder to cry on which is a bad thing i'm trying to change it <laughs> but also you can't be a dickhead you can't be, be you can't be like okay okay <laughs> you know that would be more weird so yeah doing that oversharing creates this this like false sense of um care and and then you become attached to that person i think it's really important to not be attached to a human being um i mean it's unrealistic to think that um you should be able to live alone because that's just no that's not how life works but i think attachment is is a very like if you're attached to someone you're ready to to eat shit for that person and i don't think that's a good thing like to overstep your boundaries is not a good thing um and um i saw something on twitter the other day someone said oversharing is a trauma response 
and i think that is so true i think because of like because of shit like therapy and and stuff people feel like the best way to get over something is to to take it out like like scream it at the top of your lungs to anyone that will listen um and i think yes it's important to to let go of the shit that you're feeling internally by by removing them you know by saying them out loud but i think it's also really important to look into who you are saying that shit to because like a stranger yeah like back to what i said in the beginning like it creates a trauma um a trauma bond and then you become attached and you guys and then you know what happens then (laughs) why am i asking like i'm expecting an answer what happens then is that like because your your relationship was built on trauma bonding it then that's all that it's there for then you all you talk about is is like life problems and then it's difficult to to create a firm relationship um based on other things you know what i mean like that person is just there to make you feel better and then if they don't make you feel better it's like what the fuck do i need you for let's let's be done i want to read one comment from the the tweet that i just read someone said agree comes from the need to be understood and i'm still teaching myself that i really don't have to explain anything about myself or my beliefs to anyone and that is facts child that is the truth i feel like people have this burning desire for intimacy not i feel like people have this it's a fact (laughs) people have this burning desire to be very intimate with someone um sometimes physically but mostly emotionally like someone wants i think a lot of people just want to feel heard um so the best way the best way to to test i guess to see if if a person is willing to listen to you is for you to tell them the worst thing that has ever happened to you and then see that response then but that's really unfair for the other person um so yeah guys don't overshare on the first date or the second date um but then also someone said that sometimes not oversharing can also be a trauma response um because an example could be like before you did share all of these things with these people and because the reception to those things that you said are bad you decided to internalize everything and keep it all to yourself and because of that that is a trauma response like not not um not sharing (laughs) so i feel like it's really difficult to find a balance like what is the middle ground I guess just holding, withholding the information for a later time. Um, build the relationship on other things like like conflict resolution skills, like like compatibility, not just with, with, yeah, we watch the same shows and listen to the same music, but like how do you deal with stressful situations? Are you compatible in that way, you know? I feel like I'm a dating coach. What the fuck? <laughs> Why am I single? <laughs> oh, 
I'm dead. I need water to hold up. Man, sometimes I feel like I'm too self-aware. <laughs> because the other day, the other day I was having a mental breakdown. Um, because I was beating myself up about like the slightest thing, bro. Um, because I'm an overachiever. And in that moment, as I was weeping, I was like, why is my initial response to to cry and like why is my initial response to have a a mental breakdown not that you choose to have a mental breakdown but like why is this happening because i feel bad and it started going into like is it because like my prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed so my response to these stressful situations is child childlike because like my brain isn't fully developed um (laughs) and i was like shit what the fuck like whenever (laughs) whenever i feel like it's really important to want to understand why you do the things that you do i've said this multiple times on this podcast but like yeah i think it's so important to to reflect on the things that you're doing um because then like you don't you're not set in your ways um in one episode i remember i talked about being self-aware and how sometimes it's not the best to fully know yourself because then then change is is uncomfortable then you're like you're like nah i'm like this so i'm gonna stay this way but i think it's really important to know yourself in the sense of like like i said know the things that you do and why you do the things that you do and I now realize why, like, assholes are assholes and they stay assholes. <laughs> because, like, looking at yourself and looking at your bad things and, like, assessing them and, like, confronting them. It's not it's not a fun time. It's not a comfortable situation to, like, it's almost like an ego death. I think that is what it is. It's like... <laughs> It's like, fuck, I am shitty. So I can understand why people are dead set in their ways. But like, nah, bro. Nah, that's not cool. <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with this. But basically, yeah, sometimes I, I feel like shit, Lissetti. Huh? I'm like, huh? The week? And I think it's also like very important to not beat yourself up about feeling negative emotions. Like, this whole be kind to yourself thing is 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 it has been really difficult for me to do like there's times where i'm like talk to yourself nicely okay and then i'm like hey don't don't say that fucking shit to yourself and i'm like hey (laughs) you're contradicting yourself like (laughs) it's almost like i have some like a cognitive dissonance between like being nice to myself and like I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. But, like, for that reason, I will not be going to therapy, child. I am my own therapist. (laughs) But I remember the other day, I was like, shit, maybe I do need a therapist. Because, like, the negative emotions wouldn't stop. And I, like... (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I've become really good at taking myself out of um, troubling situations um 
which i think this good this this good this year was good for you know i feel like before i definitely used to conflate bad emotions with like i used to paint bad emotions into a bad light um like crying i used to associate crying with weakness and um anger with like actually anger used to be really empowering to me <laughs> i think it's because i'm an airy son and my my mom isn't okay you guys don't give a fuck <laughs> no one asked for this information but um okay for anyone that cares my mom is also in aries so it means like double the volatility but um like this year i definitely redefined a lot of that which is great um i feel like it's even a good thing to feel negative emotions because of our indicators like they show you that okay you're feeling this way because you're in a bad situation so get yourself out of there get the fuck out and also even good emotions can be indicators to get out which is like like what i explained explain what i explained earlier about the internal drug cabinet if that nigga is refilling your drug internal drug cabinet run away even though the those emotions feel good um i think if if that ends up leading to attachment then that's not a good idea um but now that i think about it i'm also like but what if those butterflies are like good butterflies like i don't want to feel nothing if i'm meeting my soulmate <laughs> i don't know man i don't know if you came here for clarity you're not going to get it sorry i just went into a coughing fit so i think this is where the podcast ends <laughs> um yeah man this year has been amazing okay I really do hope that this is not the last episode of the year. <laughs> But even if it is, it's fine. Um Yeah, man, I've enjoyed podcasting. It's actually funny because when I started it, it was literally just like I want to pass time. And it was I did it because I was watching not watching but listening to a shit ton of podcasts and i was like oh my goodness this is interesting i want to do this um and it's one of the things that i didn't put a lot of pressure on myself to perfect like to be perfect in um which i think is why i'm still doing it <laughs> cuz like i've managed to still make it fun and still enjoy it um yeah and i think because like there's no comment section <laughs> I don't have to deal with people being like, "Hey, they said we need content now. Hey, you haven't posted in a long time. Hey." You know what I mean? Like Yeah. <laughs> But also, please definitely follow the podcast on Instagram. I usually do some cute little posts there. Um and like definitely go read the 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 Spotify raps. <laughs> Wow, man. This year has been a good year, I'm not going to lie. It's been difficult because like self-improvement and like evolution is is quite difficult. Like change is difficult. It's uncomfortable, but it's necessary. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm rambling. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening for a whole year. Wow, I love you. <laughs> um 
yeah i'll catch you guys on the next episode have a good day have a good life have a good hour minute second have a good week have a good end of the year have a good eternity i love you bye